Welcome to the Armchair Trader podcast and this week we're back in the world of cryptocurrency and specifically crypto mining. Joined on the podcast today by Yowei Yang, who is Chief Economist with Bit Mining, BIT Mining in the US, uh, specialist in crypto mining. Um, we're going to be catching up on that whole sector and, and how it's developing. Welcome to the podcast, Yowei. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. To start off with, just for people who are not familiar with Bit Mining, um, a New York listed company, BTCM. Can you give us a little bit of background on, on the company and what it does? Sure. So our company is mainly focused on the whole ecosystem of crypto mining space, including the mining pool, the self-mining, the data center, and the mining machines manufacturing research, meaning that we cover all the landscape of the crypto mining and we are among the uh, technology-driven companies in the space. So um, in that respect, you are, would you say you're manufacturers of mining machines? I know you, I know you host them and you, you sell them on to other companies as well. Yes. So we are having three business lines, including uh, the, the mining itself. Uh, basically, we can say we have hosting and also have our own self-mining. And, uh, the second line is the mining pool that we own the uh, BTC.com mining pool, which is the sixth uh, largest mining pool of Bitcoin in the world. And uh, the mining machine you just mentioned is what we acquired. Uh, it's called B Computing two years ago that uh, it's a, it had a capability of research development and manufacturing of uh, mining machines in Bitcoin Easter and also Litecoin, Dogecoin. That's where we can use the machines to self-mine and also can sell to others. Would you say that uh, cryptocurrency mining is still as profitable an activity now as it was, say, a couple of years ago? Definitely, it's still profitable. Uh, otherwise, we won't be here surviving. But uh, so compared to 2021, uh, we are less profitable, but compared to other years like 2020 or 2022, it's still comparable as the mining is a dynamic environment, which has the difficulty uh, hash rate and uh, the mining hash, uh, mining difficulty been changing. Uh, so we can adjust the mining difficulty and the reward and also the profitability as the whole whole ecosystem evolves. And you mentioned the btc.com, the mining pool. Can you just explain to people um, who are not familiar with what a mining pool does, how that functions in practice? Sure. So if individual miner like myself or yourself, who has machines like two or three or five, uh, the, the mining is basically solving a complex mathematical uh, problem uh, called cryptographic uh, hash and the process is somewhat random so meaning even if you solve the problem you're not 100% getting that Bitcoin reward or, or uh, Ether reward or Litecoin reward so having the kind of thousands and tens of thousands or millions of uh, individual miners joining together in a pool so basically we're mining and sharing the, the profits together that will make sure that we have a relatively stabilized 
uh, percentage of lucky rate. That's what we call we call lucky rate. Is we share the profits and rewards as we kind of aggregating that hash rate, that difficulty uh, together, that we can uh, distribute out to evenly for the mining pool participants. How important an asset to the company's bottom line is BTC.com? It's a significant part of our company's uh, bottom line assets. People may, may not see that uh, as a physical assets because it's a, it's a website, it's a domain, uh, but its brand itself is very, uh, very kind of crucial to us because it's one of the first Bitcoin related websites. And uh, we actually bought it from a billionaire uh, of Bitcoin called, who's called Tihan Wu about a similar price, similar time two years ago. And uh, that's a high brand name in the space. And uh, it's improving us that we're not only a kind of manufacturer or hardware company, but we're technology driven, including software hardware together. So the software space piece and uh, the ability to have this big bitc.com to connect to the, all the uh, participants in the space allow us to be more vertical integration, including the mining pool, mining machines, and mining center. So that's a crucial asset to us. And the company is effectively, as I understand it, um, like sort of uh, uh, a chair with four legs. You've got the, the self-mining of um, crypto. You've got the mining pool, which you've just described. You make mining machines as well. Mm -hmm. And then you also have data centers too. Yes. Are those data centers specifically tasked um, for crypto operations or are they more more sector neutral? Yes, Rhino is a purely crypto uh, mining capability. And we own a large facility in Ohio, US. Uh, it's 82.5 megawatts. It's considered as a large operation, and uh, put it in in a perspective. Uh, airport probably their their capability capacity of electricity is probably less than one hundred megawatts. So we we're basically a large enough uh, electrical capacity of running crypto mining uh, in Ohio, and uh, that data center we own, we use probably a majority of that for hosting services. And uh, that's for data center to hosting other people's machines uh, to mine the, the Bitcoin or Litecoin in our uh, mining center, data center. And we also operate self-mining in that data center as well. Basically, we own the machines ourselves and uh, we operate and profitable uh, based on the, the, the coins that we mine. So that's two pieces coming to that data center. We have hosting and also we have self-mining. So in effect, um, if, some, if there was a company who was interested in getting into cryptocurrency mining, you could almost sell them the machines and host the machines for them as well. Yes. Um, you look after the entire, the entire cycle for them. Yes, exactly. That's actually exactly what's happening for some of our clients. They trust trust our machines, and then they just buy and then uh, host the machines in our site. So they don't need to ship around from, say, China to U.S. to or from from Europe to to Brazil or to Russia or to any other machine uh, hosting places. 
as you know that probably one of the major uh, mining mining space in the in the world is U.S., uh, China, Russia, and uh, after the China ban and also the Russia conflict with Ukraine, so there's things happened over the last two years, basically moving more to U.S. and other Europe countries. So that's where the sh the shift happened, but that that tells the story that the miners shift around, but with having vertical integration help us to stabilize that dynamic change. Understood. One of the big questions you've mentioned the power capacity. One of the big questions that that, that has circulated around Bitcoin mining specifically um, has been the amount of power that's actually consumed by the industry. We've heard a lot about um, some miners who are now exploring sites where they can leverage renewable energy sources like, uh, say, hydroelectric power in Scandinavia. Do you think that's an issue for, for miners now, um, sourcing renewable energy rather than just, just burning energy straight off the grid? Good question. Uh, we as a company, we want to be uh, ESG uh, oriented as we understand we have the responsibility for society and also uh, we want to be uh, kind of looking forward for the future to be climate friendly and uh, being having the facility in Ohio that it's actually coming from the grid which has the composition of all uh, possible different way of electricity coming into the pipe which has uh, natural gas nuclear and also solar and wind so it's it's a mix for the grid in Ohio, but we do look uh, explore other sites within the U.S. or outside of U.S. that's having wind or hydro or solar uh, capability. So that's uh, exploration we ha we have, and obviously during the winter time, everybody's cash is kind of a little bit tight. So we want to be very cautious of where and when to open up a new site if that's possible coming in. So. To your question of hydro, our site used to be in China is actually hydro, uh, which is which was one of the largest hydro, 430 megawatts hydro in Sichuan province in China. But unfortunately, of the China ban, we have to shut it down. But we we are very capable of operating hydro and other uh, new energy backed uh, crypto mining sites. And you, uh, B Computing, which you acquired, um, obviously they're the guys who build the the actual mining machines, um, but you're not just, we're not just talking about Bitcoin mining, are we here? You actually build machines that mine mine other coins as well. Correct, correct. So Bitcoin mining, the space is very competitive, as you can imagine. There are very many uh, mature players in the space. We do have that technology, but we are probably one of the top, but not, not kind of say we are the number one. Uh, that's to be very frankly saying. So we are trying to be the best, but we're among the best uh, for the Bitcoin miners. In the other um, coins like Ether uh, or Litecoin, we can say we're among the best that uh, because uh, the reason being the space is not that competitive per se. And also we are more into the, crypt the, 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 the crypto that has uh, the mining machines that are more volatile, such as uh, Ether and, and Litecoin. Obviously, Ether has changed to POS uh, last September, 
that has changed our um, strategy a little bit since, since we used to be very ether uh, centric, ether focused, and uh, we are now using those machines and the capability of switching over to ETC, Ethereum Classic. So that her, that ha, can kind of already change the strategy a little bit for Ether side, but our Litecoin machines, which has the capability of also mining Dogecoin. If you don't know that Litecoin and Dogecoin are actually coming out together with mining, uh, so it's a it's a double coin mining uh, algorithm. So we believe that Litecoin is very stable, stable, and also Dogecoin has its uh, potential of kind of attracting young generations and also the main side of the sentiment. So our Litecoin, Dogecoin machine, we call it LD3, basically the generation three of LD, L represent Litecoin and uh, D represent Dogecoin. So the LD3, our new machine launched uh, December, January, has the one of the best reputations out there and also getting the exposure to clients already. They are, they're already uh, trying to inquire, uh, learn to test and uh, to, to negotiate price, but it's, it's still in discussion. So I don't have much details to share. And as you can say that uh, Elon Musk has been putting out a lot of uh, tweets and uh, inspirements about Dogecoin. So that's, we, we, don't, we don't want to be kind of the hype, but we understand that Dogecoin has the potential to be one of the kind of adopted coins among Twitter users or whatever users in, in the future. So that's kind of helping us to uh, hold a stance that even though we are not the largest Bitcoin miners out there, uh, but we have this unique specialty in Litecoin miners and also Ether miners. So Do Dogecoin used to be considered a little bit of a I don't not not quite a joke currency, but uh, but it, the original launch it was a highly speculative asset. Um, people were just buying it because of the name. Um, what you're saying now is that this is actually becoming something a little bit more serious um, and is is a coin that more people are taking notice of. Yeah, you're right. That's definitely started with a joke, uh, kind of trying to take take a to kind of take a laugh of Bitcoin in like. Uh, several years ago but obviously anything actually comes into uh, large uh, adoption is not only the technology that's proven sound but also has the the name and brand and also the kind of the the sentiment that can help uh, to stimulate the adoption interest obviously Dogecoin is probably is is not the best technology, but it has a technology. It has the uh, enough sound and solid technology that that will help help the the, the work. And at the same time, it attracts billions of interest and millions of users. So that will kind of get in the combination of technology and the sentiment. So I, I do think it's gonna be survive and it's gonna be adopted one day or another. Uh, so. I'm kind of neutral and leads to positive towards that big, uh, the Dogecoin adoption. In a recent press release, your CEO, uh, was when he was talking about the launch of your new LD3 mining machines, uh, he said that the technology was extremely well-timed because you have the upcoming 
Litecoin halving event in August. Um, can you explain a little bit more about how the company is well positioned in that respect with the introduction of these machines and the impact of the halving event? So for people who, who don't know the halving, I'll explain real quickly that I just mentioned solving the complex mathematical problem and save the data into a block will get a reward. And it's and the reward will be reduced uh, from time to time. For Bitcoin, it's for your having. So it used to be like, say, you, you mine one block, you can get two two coins. Right now, you can get one. So that's called having. It's I'm just using uh, this, the kind of these symbolic, but in reality, uh, that's a very specific number. So having that mining reward to be halved will basically limit the supply structure. Uh, for economic one-on-one, limiting the supply and that will boost the price. So that's always the, over the, the, the mindset in the space that the halving will, will lead to the market hype for uh, the deflationary supply and will cause to the price to go higher of the coin. So that's where we say it's well, well positioned in that regard. Because roughly, if you look at the price chart of Bitcoin and Litecoin during their having time or reducing their supply uh, time, the Bitcoin price or Litecoin price will always go higher in that around that time because of the supply. I wouldn't say it's it's promised to go higher, but it's likely uh, from historical performance. So if the price go higher and there's going to be higher demand for uh, clients and market participants to get involved in that in that mining and buy buy more machines and will be one of the best options out there. And um, you've also said recently that um, the company's taken some of its mining machines off offline because of the, um, I think you said, uh, recent declines in cryptocurrency markets. Is this a dynamic that the company can take advantage of and that you can basically just switch off some of your mining machines um, when the market's dropping and then when prices are picking up, you just bring them back online, start mining again? Yes, indeed. Uh, it, you brought up a very good point that we are very flexible in in mining. We're not like uh, like manufacturing of cars or anything that, that will require a very specific timeline regarding uh which parts goes which parts and the power cannot shut down. But we are very flexible. We can shut down the machines very easily. And that, that has kind of two mechanisms. One is the internet uh, shutdown. So we basically can uh, close down the internet and uh, use, a, use a software. And that, will can, uh, that can take turn down the machine's uh, usage of power very quickly in a couple of minutes. And uh, the other part is basically plug off, uh, unplug the machines, uh, turn off the the power. So that two mechanism both works, but the internet uh, turn off the pause is much more flexible and much harmless to the machines or, or the whole facility. And we are basically serving as a buffer of the electrical uh, uh, grid, meaning that uh, we can shut off the the machines whenever the crypto price is low or power price is high, and uh, 
we actually help the community and also the grid that they sometimes, uh, for example, they, it's very cold and everybody's putting their heater on and uh, the grid needs more uh, power. And then they just call us up and say, can you help us? Uh, and can you shut down your 82.5 megawatts for a couple hours or for 24 hours? And we will pay you for this and that. So this is called demand response programs. And basically, we can sell off, uh, sell back the power to the grid, or participate in any of the subway programs or demand response programs that will be bas basically serving the community, serving the grid to smooth the uh, power um, usage to kind of balance the supply demand of power, and we can be the buffer of that. And uh, you just mentioned the shutting off the machines. It's mainly for the the winter, as as you said. Uh, it's Q four of our uh, Q four earnings report of our uh, release. That's because of the winter time. Crypto was crypto price was was low due to the FTX crash, and uh, the power price was high due to these the winter high usage of power. So that time is where we exactly used the me mechanism of turn off the power and then just serving the community, helping the power usage to be smooth. And your your share price is actually, I mean, look, looking at the share price, it has rallied recently. Um, I'm guessing that there's quite a strong correlation here between your share price and rallying um, in, in some of the coin prices. Um, is that something that investors just have to expect because you know, as, as coins pick up in price, you know, so there's going to be more interest in a, in a miner like yourselves? Sure. Uh, coming to the financials, we, we do have quite close correlation with, with our stock price and also the Bitcoin or other crypto prices. That's uh, a very um, common to crypto mining firms, including us. Uh, that's our public and uh, also, I think there are two parts. Recent type are coming, uh, one, due to the effect of crypto price coming back up. And the other fact is our launch of LD3 uh, machines and also the plan of rolling out LD4 machines. And also the, the, the Bitcoin miners will be uh, kind of already taped out and uh, it's coming the final final uh, kind of pipeline of manufacture out of the Bitcoin machines. So that kind of excited the, the investors uh, quite some with our capability of actually self uh, independent of uh, manufacturing of the machines. So I think the the, the price uh, hype is due to this two effect. And and my final question for you it relates really to from the perspective of an investor. Um, they could, for example, if they want to get exposure to cryptocurrencies, they could buy into, say, uh, an ETC that's tracking a specific basket of coins. Yes, they could go the whole hog, buy directly into one or more coins. What's the benefit of buying into a company like yours bring to investors rather than just the pure coin exposure? Why? What is the argument for buying shares in a crypto miner? That's a ongoing debates but but i will take my stance here that i believe that crypto mining firms public that like us will have besides bitcoin litecoin ethereum itself we have the 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 multiples in in kind of mining pool or the vertical integration itself 
Um, so that's not only captured in the Bitcoin price. So, so that's meaning that we, we have higher beta uh, than Bitcoin or other mainstream coins. It's, it's common to, to us. And uh, the core for us to understand is we're not only a, a miner, we're not only a manufacturer, we are ecosystem uh, builder that in the mining space. And also we support for the Web3 space as well. So basically we're, uh, we, 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 I kind of call us as a two point, uh, Web 2.5 company that we have the infrastructure of Web2 companies, uh, the websites and everything. And uh, the mining machines are kind of also having Web2 features like the, the semiconductors, the chips, and things like that. And we also have, we're all connecting to the Web3, the blockchain space. So we kind of connect to two different worlds that will have different lens to connecting with different dots. And uh, these dots basically serve to users of Web2 and also Web3. And uh, this vertical integration among different parts of the space in crypto mining and also Web3 allow us to be having more potential to to have higher growth both in users and revenues and also business lines in the future so that's i think the 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 core reason for investing us or other crypto miners fantastic well thank you very much for that that's been actually really illuminating um thanks for uh, providing a bit more insight for our listeners into the world of crypto mining thank you for having me You've been listening to the Armchair Trader podcast. Make sure you visit our website, www.thearmchairtrader.com for your daily dose of financial markets news and sign up to our free newsletter there.